What's good, everybody? So today you're listening to the Omnius Podcast. This is episode four. Um, I'm going to call this Keep It To Yourself, all right? We're specifically going to be talking about black love, but I call this Keep It To Yourself. And I call this particular podcast episode that because I was having a conversation with one of my friends a couple of days ago, and she was running across Twitter, and all of a sudden she just started ranting, just out of the blue. She just started ranting, talking about how black men always want other races of women, but they never appreciate us. Now, mind you, right, in the middle of her talking about this, right, and just ranting and just going off the top of her head based off of her emotions, you know, I'm over here playing my my Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is better than Call of Duty, all right, changed my mind, but um, I was over here, you know, after having a very productive day, posting videos, editing, having classes, working out, so on and so forth, you know, I rest my mind and settle myself to some games. You know what I'm saying? I deserve that. So, as I'm playing the game, and as she's going through Twitter, she, she says this, and, you know, my first reaction was like, Arr? you know what I'm saying? Because she she's never been that, that type of person to, at least for me, she has never shown this side of, of being the type of person to say these type of things. He's always been a very, uh, I guess you could say a logical type of person. Um, at least in most cases, <laughs> won't get into her life. But um, when she said this, you know, it, it caught me by surprise. You know, you know, it, it was unsettling. You know, and at first I thought, you know, she was just playing around like, OK, you know, stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you, you funny, you crazy. But as she began to explain more about this, I began to think to myself, like, she really believes this. Because at first she was like, you know, black men always want to chase after these these white women, but they never want to appreciate us. Right. You know, at first I'm like, OK, you know, you're just playing around. You ain't being serious. But no, she goes deeper. She gets <laughs> she goes deeper into the situation. She talks about how. Black men um, put white women on a pedestal and and always want to uplift them before they uplift black women. And they're never there for us and they never want to appreciate us and come for us. Um, or I should reword it. They never want to uh, uplift us or, or love us or be with us um, unless or until we're the very last option or unless they're in desperate times. And I'm over here just thinking to myself, like, who hurt her? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't like to use that particular phrase because I know that's a very uh, common shaming tactic that a lot of women use on men. You know what I'm saying? Whenever it comes to men speaking facts on females, whatever the case is, and you ever hear a woman be like, who hurt you? You know, that type of thing. I didn't want to use that, but I'm just thinking in the back of my head, like, who hurt her? You know what I'm saying? Because I've just, she just never came off as that type of person. I just never seen that type of, I never seen that side of her before. And so just to see this was just very, very interesting. 
Um, but yeah, she just kept going on and on and on and on. And it got to the point where I didn't even want to have a conversation or, or rebuttal. Because the second time it happened, I was like, yo, you got to chill with that. It's just like listening to a Twitter thread. You ever been on Twitter and you hear all these these black females, these like you ever see these, uh, I guess you can call them feminists. Um, but some of these black females around my generation on Twitter, t- like Twitter is the headquarters for uh, slandering black men, straight black men. I got to I got to emphasize, you know. Twitter is the main headquarters for slandering or discriminating against whatever particular phrase you want to use. But Twitter is the headquarters. It is the centerpiece for slandering and talking bad about straight black men. So when you have these black feminists, these black females on on Twitter who make these threads about uh, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Doing this and doing that and these niggas who aren't in their right mind chasing after, you know, Caucasians and so on and so forth. They make that the cover for black men and say that black men do not love black women. You know, you know the whole scenario. They they use this as a cover for uh, why black men don't love black women. They'll make one scenario or they'll bring out this one particular case with niggas in the hood or whatever the case is. And will use that scenario of why black men don't protect black women. All this type of stuff, right? So... This was a, a, I'll say that this conversation happened this past Tuesday, right? So, I left it alone Tuesday, right? Wednesday goes by. Wednesday night, last night. We, you know, I'm over here going through YouTube, I'm browsing and stuff like that. And she's with her sister, and we on the phone. And she says it again, just randomly. At least I thought it was random. But she says the same thing. Black men just never want to be for black women. They never appreciate us. They always want to chase after these these white girls. And, you know, then she goes a, a bit harder. She gets more aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, niggas ain't shit. Like, I can't stand when when black men uh, uphold white women and, and uphold. The, and, you know, it got to the point where her sister was over here like, yo, you bugging. Like, <laughs> her sister was over here like, yo, you bugging. Like, what, what is wrong with you? Like, you bugging. What is, like, what is your problem? What is your deal? Like, there was a point in the conversation where I was like, you sound like a coon. You know, she, she laughed it off. Like, I sound like a coon. I was like, yeah, you sound like a coon. You really do. So, I made this podcast to give a response to particular people who may have encountered this type of argument or people who may have uh, thought this way or still think this way. And I just want to say that when you're dealing with this society, and we're talking about the global society, all right, we're not just talking about in America, we're talking about throughout the whole diaspora concerning black people. One thing we must keep in mind is one, the condition in which we are in, in that which we face on a daily basis, is most likely the reason, the primary reason of why we think the way we think and in which we compose the way that we compose ourselves and in the way in which we uh, 
mannerize ourselves, if I can even use a word like that. But the way that we walk and talk on a day-to-day basis is based upon the condition in which we are in in this society. Now, I would not use that as an excuse or a crutch to give an excuse for the behavior in which we participate in and that we enact on an everyday basis, but that is the primary issue, you know? And so when dealing with the society in which we live in, we have been taught to uphold white people on a pedestal. Hence why when we go to church, or when we used to go to church, we will always uphold and praise a white Jesus. Even if there was a, you know, a, a Jerry Curl, Ricky James type of black Jesus in the in the uh, church, nonetheless, subconsciously, you always saw Jesus as a white man. Because when you went back home, Grandma had that big picture of Jesus hanging up on the wall, just like in, in good times, you know. And so when you're dealing with the mentality of black people who are brought up thinking that white people are angelic beings and they're superior beings, you watch television and all the superheroes are white, Superman, Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, you know, Flash, so on and so forth. All these superheroes that you are growing up to believe are, are these these uh, I don't know, these super beings, these aliens, demigods even. You know what I'm saying? You study Greek mythology and, and so many other mythologies that you study. And you see this all replicated in the form of other races of people. But you never see a valid or a credible replication of power in your image why is that you know and we can save that conversation for another time for another day but when you look on television all the main roles all the alpha males all the superior beings are white the standard of beauty the standard of beauty is white so when you look on television and you're being programmed to see beauty in the image of white people, you're uh, you're being programmed to see the the standard of power in the replication of white. Then by default, you are going to chase after the things that in which you have been programmed to chase after. It's like when you watch television and you see these ads of Popeyes or Zaxby's or McDonald's and you've been programmed to now want Zaxby's or McDonald's or Popeyes. The same thing that happens when it comes to the beauty standards. You watch these Disney shows and these Nickelodeon shows and, and whatever type of shows on Netflix, whatever the case is, you're still psychologically being programmed to see certain women in, in the light of being beauty you know what i'm saying and so when you are dealing with this scenario you always have to keep this in mind when you're dealing with the walking dead if you didn't listen to my first episode of the podcast i highly suggest that you listen to it but when you're dealing with black people the majority of black people are the walking dead now but when you're dealing with the walking dead you do have what you call the the ones who are ignorant and the ones who literally consciously do stuff against black people you know that's what we call sellouts but nonetheless right 
when you're dealing with black people, nine out of ten of the time, you're dealing with the walking dead. And when you're dealing with people who are the walking dead, they do not know who they are, um, essentially, and they do not know what they are. They don't know their power. They don't know their significance. They don't know their identity, and they don't know their history. So when you have a, a set of people who are being taught to uphold another set of people and also within that scenario do not know who they are, you know, you can't really be out here trying to say that, oh, black men don't love black women. Another scenario you should keep in mind is that even when you look at the stats and you look at the statistics, black men marry white uh they, they marry black women, excuse me, they marry black women at a much higher scenario, at a much higher rate than white women. If I'm not mistaken, bl black men marry black women at least over 85%, close to 90%. And the same thing and vice versa with black women for black men. Now, that we got all that out the way within the first, what, like 13, 15 minutes, what I what I made all of this is to say is is that when we are dealing with relationships, you know, and mind you, right, like I was saying before, black people as a whole are primarily the walking dead. And when you have Negroes to the left and to the right who are upholding a certain race of people, you shouldn't feed into that because they do not represent black men. Black men naturally uh are attracted to black women and they uphold them as a matter of fact for the past century at least for the past century black men have always upheld black women on the pedestal but just because you go on social media and you look at the media and you look at what you see on television you you see black men in interracial relationships or you see black men chasing after these hispanic girls whatever the case is that's not the cover or the image for black men much less for the black race. That's what they want you to see as being uh, as being the cover for the black race. But we have to make our own image, as Garvey would say. We have to make our own superheroes, our own image. We have to be the martyrs of our own race. People have to look up to us. We have to set the standard. Nonetheless, right, when you're dealing with relationships, and, and I've talked about this in a couple of my videos on YouTube, you know, subscribe to my YouTube, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel on, on Rome Productions. Um, on my YouTube channel, I made a video talking about how this one black girl, or no, it was this black man, and he was talking about how when are we going to talk about black men uh, upholding white Latina girls over black women? And I made the message, or I made known in the video that what you see in relationships, like when you have some of these uh, black women talking about how uh, black men ain't ish, or I can't find me a good black man. When you are dealing with the traits or the attributes or the attitude or the, or the characteristics of black males who are trash, do not assimilate that to the race. You know what I'm saying? When you have some of these Negroes who are out here chasing after white women or non-black women and they uphold them on a pedestal or they raise them up on a pedestal and degrade black women do not assimilate that to the black race 
when you're dealing with brain dead people, you are going to deal with foolery. All right. You are going to deal with buffoonery and stupidity. But do not put that on the black race. Do not put that on black men. All right. Now, as one scripture says in the Bible, my people suffer for a lack of knowledge. But just because the majority are uh, what you call deaf, uh, dumb, deaf and blind does not mean that the whole race works against each other. Does not mean that the whole race as a whole, um, it does not mean that we as a whole, as a people, are uh, destructive, if you could put it that way. But I conclude this with saying that when you're dealing with the scenario of some of these black women that would tell you that, oh, black men ain't ish, I can't find me a good black man. Uh, black men are never there for us. They never protect us. They always want to chase after other sets of people. What the the best way, the number one way to counter this type of argument is that you have to be aware of the emotions of that particular woman. First, you have to be like, okay, I understand where you are coming from. I understand that you may have been raised up in a particular environment in which the the black males weren't raised to uphold black women because most of these black males were raised up in single parent households. And when they don't have a father figure that is guiding them, the number one thing that's guiding them is television. And like I said before, if television is only showing uh, white women or non-black women in the spotlight or in the set or standard of beauty, then they will go to school and will chase after Becky. They will go to school and chase after uh, Valerie and Gabrielle. If their mother is over here wearing blonde weave and Brazilian bundles and Peruvian bundles, they will chase after Brazilian girls and Peruvian girls and Indian girls, you know, because why would they want some, uh, why would they want a woman that's trying to perpetrate another woman? And I'm being honest, why would a man, why would a black man want to chase after a woman, a black woman that's trying to perpetrate the beauty standards of another set of people when they can just get the real deal? Another thing that you also have to consider is that when you're dealing with some of these black males, they were raised up in households in which their mother abused them verbally, physically, emotionally, mentally. So... Their mother was the first representation of a black woman and their grandmother as well. So if their mother and grandmother are passing down this abusive cycle, you know what I'm saying? And, and they don't know how to properly raise a child and there's no male supervision. There's no male uh, father figure. You know, there's not a male figure, uh, figure or a father figure there to... Uh, show him the way in which of how to be a man and how to control his emotions and how to think and how to be, then if he's not given a positive image of a black woman in the household, how do you expect him to chase after one outside of the household when he's far off? You know what I'm saying? And in some scenarios, he might chase after women that replicates his mother because of um, just trauma. You know what I'm saying? 
you you think that this is just a way to be this is just how black women are or this is what you want because this is this is how you uh see yourself being home quote unquote because you still want to be babied you still want to be uh nagged at because you never was taught how to be a man so you're just mentally always going to be a boy you know like just those type of things um but nonetheless right other scenarios here is that when you're dealing with black males and I and I grew up with black males in my school who didn't like black women there were black males that I went to school with and they will still tell you to this day uh, to this day that black uh, black women are crazy I don't got to come to you with a black woman black women are crazy they they ratchet they loud you know what I'm saying and meanwhile they were raised up by their single black mother not, not given any type of discipline in terms of a father image you know they they think that being with a black woman is quote unquote too much in relation to their mother you know and that's trauma that there's nothing but trauma that they still haven't psychologically uh recovered from you know what i'm saying just scenarios like that to where you have black males who are raised up in single parent households and they're not given a, like I was saying before, they're not given a positive image of a black woman. But other scenarios here, you know, you have to consider that when you're dealing with black males, a lot of us have not been taught how to love ourselves and much less how to love other black people. We have not been taught how to uh, talk to one another and how to greet one another. We have been taught about how to love our hair and maintain our hair. We have been taught how to see ourselves in a positive light because we have always been taught to put ourselves behind other people. We've we've never been taught to be the head. We've always been taught to be the tail. And, And that's where we go wrong in everything. We invest money in everything else but ourselves. We we want to learn about anything and everything else but ourselves. But something that you you have to keep in mind with some of these women that that feel this way, you have to keep them. You have to let them know that this is not a representation of black men. When you go on social media, social media is made for you to turn away from loving yourself. It's made for you to turn away from loving uh, your counterpart. It's, it's made for black men to hate black women and black women to hate black men. That's just how it is. You're not going to see a genuine positive light of black love, a genuine positive light of black men loving black women, black women loving black men. All of this is a trend. Everything, for the most part, what you see on social media of black men loving black women, black women loving black men, black excellence for the culture, all this, all all of this, black girl magic, all of that is a trend. It's just something to make you feel better. It's like masturbation. That's all it is. But last but not least, right, when you're dealing with these black women that entertain men that do not love black women or they entertain black men that uh, basically aren't good for them or they're trashy or they can't get themselves together, you have to let them know that the men that you entertain are the men that you entertain. That is not the cover or the image or the generalization for black men. That is not the, uh, what you would call the representation 
for black men. You know what I'm saying? Just because all the men that you have entertained have treated you like dog shit. That does not mean that black men treat you like dog shit. That doesn't mean that all the the black men, the five black men around the block or the black men in my county, the, the two black men that I met in my city, you know, treated me like garbage. There's nowhere... You know what I'm saying? You have to take some self-reflection. You have to look and see what type of men are, am I entertaining? Am I pushing away the men that are actually for me? You know, are my priorities in check? What am I really looking for in these men? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's things that you have to keep, you have to let these women know that just because the, the six Negroes that you wanted to entertain on social media or the five different Negroes that you entertain at school... That's not the uh, representation for the millions of black men in the United States, um, up to the billions. You you can't do that. That's disingenuous. You know, that's just something that you just have to let um, some of these women that have this narrative know. Because most of these women, when like when I was talking about their emotions, a lot of these women have been hurt. And when you have women that tweet about this and make threads about this and talk about it on social media... They are speaking from emotions. They're not speaking from logic. They are speaking from emotions. They are not speaking from logic. So when you have these women that are speaking from a emotional stance, they cannot think logically. So when you try to give them logic, they are going to respond emotionally. So when they respond emotionally and you're speaking logically, it's like two things that are crashing at each other. You know what I'm saying? This is not going to go through with her. It's like throwing a ball at a wall. It's not going to go through, which is why I just did not even want to even entertain having a conversation with my friend that I was telling you in the beginning of this podcast. You know, the type of females that will give you this narrative that all black men don't protect us. They don't respect us. They always neglect us. You know what I'm saying? This this narrative that the feminists have gave them where they have turned black women against the black men, something you need to keep them in mind and put them in check on is that black men do protect black women way more than you think because every black man that you know in your family is going to protect their mother, protect their sister, protect their daughter, protect their auntie, protect their grandmother. Every every black man that you know, even in your inner circle, is going to protect their mother, protect their sister, protect their daughter, protect their auntie, protect their grandmother. See, the thing is, is that the, the feminists have given the narrative to black women that black men are supposed to be like Superman. They're supposed to be superheroes and put their life out of put their life in harm for strangers. That's not how the game works. All right. I'm not even going to put my life in danger for a stranger. All right. Black men are only obligated to support, love and protect black women in their inner circle or black women in their family. Just because a black woman out and about. Is, is having trouble or in some situation, you're not obligated to put yourself in that situation because what if you end up getting killed? What if you end up getting in harm's way and you get paralyzed, whatever the case is? You know, she's having an argument with her, her, hood, uh, her hood nigga that she's been messing with for the past three to four years and she's just been on and off with him and people kept telling her, oh, you did And I'm not making this a general scenario for anything. You know what I'm saying? Be very self-aware of your surroundings and the type of situation that's going on, you know, just so that you know if you can maneuver the situation. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I just wanted to 
put a caution there before somebody tries to take this and run off with it. He said, don't protect black women. You know, don't <laughs> don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't play yourself. But what I'm saying is that black men, they protect black women. They protect the black women in their inner circle. They protect the black women in their family. They are not obligated to be Superman and Batman saving strangers out and about. You know what I'm saying? That's That's just illogical. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, right, in conclusion, when you're dealing with these type of females that have this type of argument, this type of mentality, it's just something that you shouldn't even be entertaining at this point because it's just it's not going to go anywhere concerning the situation. Now, if they're very open minded, maybe you can entertain the situation or the conversation and speak some some life into her and plant that seed. But if they're coming off aggressive, they're coming off very, uh, I know, condescending, you know what I'm saying? Name calling and all the other stuff. Just leave it be. Walk the other way. <laughs> because it's just, it's, it's a no-go for her. But I conclude this podcast with telling you, keep it to yourself. For the ladies out there, keep it to yourself. If you think this way and you think, oh, black men are trash everywhere I look. I can't find a good black man. Listen, just because the men that you entertain are trash does not mean that men are trash. Just because the black men that you entertain ain't good for you does not mean that black men ain't no good. All right. (laughs) I just wanted to I just want to put it like that. All right. I just want to say it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just here to let you know that black men as a whole are for black women. You know, stop fitting into this feminist narrative where black men are supposed to be for every black woman just because they're a black woman that's just not how the game works that's not even how nature operates you know what i'm saying so i need you to think logically i need you to uh, get some brain gain some brain cells you know and uh (laughs) start thinking on one accord and and start thinking more so with your uh your brain rather than uh what you feel you know what I'm saying? But until next time, I'm thank you for listening to this podcast. Share this podcast with other people. Um, you the real div. You listen to this for a whole 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. Um, but, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Rome Productions. Uh, follow my Instagram, The Omnius Rome. You know what I'm saying? And uh, su- support my other podcast episodes if you haven't listened to them as well. Um, but until next time, I'm Tyrone. And I am out.